Hello and welcome back to this very short series that we're doing of podcasts on fasting. The subject of fasting is a very interesting one for us as we're approaching Easter. In this season of Lent, fasting is something that Christians have been doing for quite a period of time for different reasons. And I'm joined by Owen Lynch. Hey, Ben. And Rebecca Kishtaney. Hello. And both of you, I gather, have been trying uh, fasting this Lent. Is that right? Yes. Rebecca, tell us about your experience. Yeah, so about four years ago, my husband, Adam, um, really felt the Lord saying he needed to fast over Lent. Um, And he decided that the way he was going to do that was just eating for one hour a day. um, And that that would be our evening meal together with the family and the kids. And I thought that was a bit crazy. I had always felt not very sure about what I thought about fasting. Um... That actually, you know, was it necessary? Was it helpful? There's lots of unhelpful things around fasting for Christians, particularly women, I felt. So I was like, oh, I don't know. But then really felt that I needed to support him in this and kind of partner with him in this. And actually, probably me eating giant slices of cake around the house wouldn't be very kind or helpful. Um, So I did it with him. And the first year, I literally thought I was going to die. And I... I just didn't know. I was still breastfeeding as well, so that probably didn't also help. Um, But it was really hard going. Um, And I think the main thing I learned from the end of that um, first year of that Lent fasting was that I didn't. And it, it was okay. And I could do it. And this thing that seemed absolutely impossible, like, I mean, I've done a million diets for all sorts of random reasons and failed at all of them. And this thing that seemed really impossible to do was actually possible because of God, like not on my own, not for my own reasons, but actually just because God gave me the grace and the strength to kind of get through it. Um, And the second year, uh, I learned something totally different. So the second year, I learned that actually every meal was a feast. Um, So it just shifted my my view from fasting to feasting and actually that one meal that I had every day I could really celebrate um, I hate cooking Adam's the cook um, but I you know I would think all day about what we're going to eat and I really put preparation into it and love into it and care into it and it was just a real revelation I really enjoyed cooking um, clearly <laughs> over hmm. that over that uh, year over that Lent because I was like oh we're going to really enjoy this meal and I'm almost it was like three courses it was it was just wonderful and it just shifted mm. my my view from lack to actually everything that I do have uh, yes quite a revelation so the first year was you felt the suffering of what you didn't have and you're mainly focusing on what you didn't have and what you wanted to have but couldn't have yes and and that, and then the next uh, would you use the word mindful mindfulness uh, uh being more mindful of what the food was and how how you were going to approach it i suppose so i think i would probably more readily use the word prayerful but i think the two are, are fairly interchangeable but yeah god just just showed me like how to delight in the things that i did have um and i think that kind of followed through in the third year actually that there was a sense of um not only was i fasting food but he showed me all the other ways that i consume ah. through the day um perhaps unmindfully you know actually i 
I'm, I can get whatever I want whenever I want off Amazon or I can get whatever I want whenever I want uh, information wise on the computer on the phone um, and he just really showed me actually maybe there's some other ways as well that I needed to kind of cut back and fast from. Oh, that's very interesting so okay so it started off being about food and then over time repeated practice you found that it was more about the things that do the job of food so so there's other other sources of how, how would you say feeling satisfied or or looking to replace food or or how would you call it all the things that we consume through the day i mean mm. it's not just food but there's yeah. lots of things that we consume without even thinking and they and they can be distractions i mean those are all good things food is a good thing mm. but um mm. it can also distract if it becomes the thing to be thinking about all day. So how did you treat those other things differently then, say the shopping or the um, browsing or whatever? What did you do differently as, a, as, as you're fasting? I think I definitely found those things harder to fast. And maybe that was because I'd had a couple of years of training from fasting food. Mm. Um, but it certainly was a much more difficult, yeah, uphill struggle to actually, no, I'm going to put the phone down now for these few hours and I'm not going to look at it. No matter what, no matter who says they might need this, that and the other, I'm putting it down. It's it's away. Or um, I'm not buying anything off Amazon today. It was much more of a struggle, actually. Mm, mm, I can appreciate that. So, so you've developed your, uh, the word you use, prayerful, um, and some others might use mindful sort of awareness of of, an all, of a lot of things and not just the food but but the other things that that give you satisfaction or, or, that, or that you use or consume as you say yeah um so that was over three years how, how many years are you into your fasting practice now so this is our fourth year okay yeah and it's it's been going well um but there are days that are really hard um there are days that I fail as well um and that's it's good to be honest with myself um as much as everybody else um in fact on Monday we had a big uh, breakfast church we have to decide sometimes we shift the meal that we have um around and we'd had big breakfast church at the house so we were like right okay going to have pancakes and then the pancakes were just sat there all day at the table Monday as I was working from home for cap uh, at my laptop and it was just like I'm gonna put those away because that's just really difficult and as I put them away I did just have a little nibble and I thought what am I doing like who am I kidding who am I who am I fooling like god you see everything and it was just such a it was such a, an amazing moment of his grace but also him showing me how easy it is like how easy these temptations are how easy it is to fall and i think sometimes it's easy for us to think oh i'm quite a good person i do really well and i do this and i do this and i do all these and you make a work out of all these things that you do in your goodness um and it was just really interesting for god to go oh no but it's easy isn't it you've promised me this it's really easy to fall short and I was like oh I know but at the same time I felt his love and his grace and his forgiveness and then in the end I was like I'm just I'm putting them away like I'm not going to like they are going um you know get behind me Satan I was going to ask you about the the putting away because the, the, what are the things that would help you if you, I can imagine having a you know a big stack of nice smelling breakfast stuff in the morning 
why would you keep it around all day? Why would you not just shove it in the fridge or stop looking at it? Was it was it deliberate at all to have it there and just and just train yourself to to ignore it? Been quite lazy in clearing up the table. <laughs> I think that was also something to do with it. Um, yeah, I think they just they got left around, and then you're just sat there, and you're like, oh, did I mean to be sat here next to the pancakes? Oh no, of course I can leave them alone. Oh no, I can't. Um, yeah, it was it was really difficult that day. Um, and then it's easy to trick yourself into letting yourself off the hook. Like, oh, but God, you don't really mean today, do you? Because today I've got to go on the bike. So I've just biked back from Noel. And you're like, oh, but, you know, uh, maybe maybe not today because I've got to bike. And it's like, no, actually, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I have biked. I did survive. My legs are a bit wobbly, but it's okay. Um, and it's just that recommitting. I think it's just that, like, it's, it's so easy to not have that conversation with God daily can get distracted by so many things and it's that nearly every minute of the day I have to go back to him and say this is really hard or actually this is okay or I failed or I really don't want to do it today and then it's easy to just in for a penny in for a pound like oh well I failed now Mm. so like I might as well just keep going. Did that remind you of the diet experience as well is that is that how you found with that? Yeah And, and interestingly I had um, the first three years that we'd done it, I had lost weight and I was like, oh, well, this is an amazing bonus benefit to what we're doing. Um, and I haven't this year. And, I, and again, I feel that's God just saying, who is this for? Mm. Is it really mm. about me? Is this really for me? Mm. And it's like, oh, yeah, it still is totally like, that's fine. I, it's really not about that. So, so that's important. So I was going to ask you, how important is it to get your motivation sort of straight and sorted out in a way that you can remind yourself of it and and what is it exactly how how do you remind yourself of of why you're doing this I I think it is in that daily it is that daily prayer conversation it is God help me it is um you know uh when you feel tempted to just oh just pop on the scales and see uh like no I don't need to do that that's not what it's about um and I think it is noticing the temptation that you have. And really it is that search me and know me, like really God, look at my heart and is this in the right place? And, and there's a million and one reasons why it can get skewed. So it's that constant going back to God being like, actually, I really can't do this on my own without you. Mm. Are you a, Do you have a sort of an ideal state of mind in mind that you're aiming for? Or does it feel like enough just to be searched and known, even if what comes up is a whole mixture of feelings? Yeah. No, I think it's exactly that. I think it's okay to just be searched and known. So when when is your final day? Uh, well, we might let ourselves off the hook. This is always the slight challenge, is that Adam, my husband and I, we got married uh, in March, but the it happened to be early Easter. So we got married at the Easter Saturday um so it's always that thing of like do we celebrate Saturday and just Uh. enjoy uh which we always do try and make sure we celebrate our wedding anniversary on uh the Easter oh so a movable feast a movable wedding anniversary yeah well we get two a bit like the queen for the (laughs) queen like yay um double presents so 
that one celebratory meal Saturday is is great, mm. but we try and keep going till the Sunday because you know it's all about the Sunday morning, isn't it? You know, what exactly are you most looking forward to breaking that fast with? Uh, big Sunday roast. Um, I love Sunday meals. That's like my favorite. A roast dinner is my absolute favorite, and Adam's cooking is amazing. So that's great. Um, I'm also just looking forward to random cake. I think it is hard. I think it's hard when you want to connect with people over coffee and cake. Like cake features a lot in my life and it's a good thing. And it's the thing that you come together over. And are you going to plan on doing it again next year? Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about what he's going to show me next year. I think I only realized last year that each year he showed me something different. And I was like, oh, I wonder, like, what next year he'll show me. And he might even say, don't do it next year. And that would be great. <laughs> um, but if he, if it's still the no, we need to do it next year, then it's quite exciting to think, what are you going to show me? Mm. I mean, can I ask you a bit more about your doing some fasting on Fridays? Do you want to tell us about how that's been going? Yeah, so I, I committed to fast on a Friday between uh uh thursday evening when i finished my evening meal on a thursday which is usually around about 7 30 uh through to around about 5 or 6 30 yeah 5 30 or 6 30 uh, on the friday and i would just eat nothing and just drink water um and uh i committed to do it every friday during lent and i i'm pleased to say i've managed to do three out of five and the two and I haven't um, are, are interesting. One one reason I didn't one day I didn't do it because I had COVID and I uh, I had what was basically felt like mild flu and I felt really rough and I felt ill and I just thought actually I'm not going to fast today just because I'm so rough. I actually need fluids. I need to have some energy inside of me for my body to recover. So I I opted out of that Friday. And then the other Friday, I had some really important meetings. Actually, they were they were really important where I had to really be on my game and and do a very a good job of what I had to do I was uh, involved in some sensitive uh, work and the reality is is that I knew that if I didn't eat something my brain wouldn't be switched on I wouldn't be able to function very well without food and uh, as a result I did I decided to, to opt out of that Friday as well so I've managed three out of five and I have to say really don't enjoy fasting <laughs> It's not a nice experience. So it's okay. It, it, you, was that something that you felt that you got a lot out of, even though you didn't sort of hold yourself so fast to it that you, ha- you know, you felt I must do this despite whatever because I promised. I, I don't personally feel like I'm letting God down uh, by not mm. doing it. Uh, I don't feel like I'm letting anyone down by not doing it. I actually, the reason why I fast is not to please someone or to bend God's arm. Um, and 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 I'm sure Rebecca would agree that's not why we fast. Actually, there are many reasons why we fast, and and for me, one of the reasons why I was fasting during Lent was to try and identify with suffering, because I don't really suffer very much in my life. I have stress, like everyone does, and that is I don't enjoy stress. Don't get me wrong. You know, bad stress is disruptive to my sleep. It's disruptive to my peace of mind, and it makes me really uh you know a grumpy bad-tempered person to live with so it's not good for my family if i'm under stress but so that that sort of suffering i'm not talking about what i'm talking about here is physically denying myself something that i really enjoy um and the reason is is because um i actually wanted to try and identify with the suffering of jesus during lent because we're focusing on jesus's path to the cross so i i was kind of um 
rather irreverently and uh, to to the amusement and frustration of my wife so would say when i was fasting out i know how jesus feels now as he headed towards the cross and claire's going you have no idea what jesus felt heading towards the cross because what you're doing is nothing compared to what jesus did on the cross but the point is i was only joking by the way when i said that but the point is is that there's this sense for me that i i do deny myself something that i really want and need actually is actually quite a costly experience and um and i i I think also the other reason that I was wanting to identify w- w- with suffering in this way was because I actually deliver food parcels for the food bank on a Friday fortnightly. And I don't, apart from fasting, I don't know what it's like to have no money to spend on food or rather in this present time, you know, where people are making choices between heating their home or eating, you know, food. I, 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 I think that I, I, it's just been really good for me to identify with actually this what is it, this what it feels like to feel hungry, but yeah, I, I don't think I can fully identify at all with people in that situation. But I can, I do know what it feels like to be hungry, um, and that does give me a greater appreciation of the value of the packs of food that we are delivering to people. Yes, so it's been really interesting hearing your experiences, and I wonder if you are listening before it's Easter maybe you might get a chance maybe just a few days to try a little bit of fasting what would you suggest Owen what what might be a good way to um to try something out for for just a couple of days or more well I did wonder whether we could follow the example of our uh, friends who uh, are Muslims and actually suggest that people might get into a little group of friends or family and actually say we'll fast together and then we'll have an iftar meal at the end of it um uh to celebrate if you like the fast and so yeah i did wonder whether people might like to do it together in groups rather than just by themselves um so that's one idea and it's also possible just to try something simply that um rebecca's pattern was to eat for an hour of the day and and then just be aware of what happens in the rest of the day yeah that's beautiful and rebecca you also you drink tea as well don't you is that right i do drink tea i can't i can't give up my tea it's such a ritual in the day (laughs) right so there's lots of ways to do you don't have to just give up food or you know and just drink water um and we would definitely say you know if you are going to attempt this um and you've got any pre-existing medical conditions you really should discuss it with your doctor before you do it and indeed we would recommend adolescents don't do it yes i think i think it's a not a not such a helpful thing uh for children uh and adolescents it's also not such a helpful thing if for at any age um you've got sensitivity about your body image and and it starts to feel like a um you know a way of managing diet um, rather than, than than be able to do something else, because we can do we, we we can manage our diets over a over a long time in a really healthy way, but trying to cram it in into a into a short space actually can become quite harmful for us if we if we're trying to do it like that. But that reminds me, Rebecca, to, our, to uh, you you were saying about motivation and how helpful it was to 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 remind yourself of of your motivation can you just remind me what uh, some examples of how you've approached it with your what motivation you might have had in mind when you fasted yeah i think um we are very careful around the one meal that we do have that we have that with the with the girls with our family um we we do talk about it with our girls that this is um 
why we're fasting, what we're doing it for, who we're doing it for, um, what it isn't about. Um, we are really careful with that. Um, we do have three girls, one preteen. You know, we, we don't want to kind of sew anything unhealthy into that. So just as an example, what do you say it isn't about? Uh, so it's not about losing weight. It's not about control. It's not about um, diet in any way. Um, that this is a commitment that we make at the beginning of Lent um, in that loving relationship with the Father. This isn't the Father being cross with us when we get it wrong. Uh, this isn't the Father being disappointed that we've got it wrong. You know, this is grace when we get things wrong. You know, not even wrong, but grace when we don't quite make the thing that we set our hearts to do. And so when you remind yourself that what it is about... That what it is about is just this promise, this rhythm and routine, this drawing closer to the Father... And that we get to really rely on him and talk with him and journey with him uh, as we prepare for Lent, you know. And actually, I, I do love Owen's idea of sacrifice. There aren't many things that we deny ourselves and it is um, helpful, I think, um, to do that. But it has to be with that right heart and that right spirit. And, and it's a good reminder, even when we do get distracted and, oh, it could be about this, actually to just shift that focus back onto who it is about and what it's for. Brilliant. So if you get a chance to give fasting a go, I hope you, that, that this has been helpful. I hope you can find a, a good reason and, and some motivation in that and, and some examples of how to do it. And we'd love to know how it goes for you. Send us an email, hello at sevenvineyard.org. Should we have another catch-up again this after Easter? Yeah, let's do that. And thanks so much, Rebecca, for sharing your story with us. It's so enlightening and inspiring as well. Thank you. <laughs> Brilliant. We'll see you next time.